Thank you to the What Remember Patreon supporters. Jacqueline M., Matt J., Nathan E., Paul and Sandy J., and Big Time Jim. Help support the podcast and get your name read at the front of every episode. Patreon.com slash What Remember. It helps us make side podcasts like Andy Loves Chips, which you can find on its own podcast feed by searching Andy Loves Chips in your favorite podcast app of choice. It helps us make other content to give you, and it more importantly, just makes us feel really good. Monthly amounts starting as little as a dollar unlocks you content you can't get on our normal podcast feed. When you sign up at Patreon, it's as easy as having an email address in either a PayPal, credit, or debit card. Patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. Efficient? If we're we're aficionados. If we're aficionados on the movie that you choose, we'll get through it. Well, let's not waste... Waste not, want not. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) This is what we remember about the mask. Son of mask. (laughs) No, 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 no. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. My name is Andy Huber. And this is not a movie review podcast. No, no. But a podcast. Where Where we we try to talk over... Each, Each other. other. Oh, and remember a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about UHF. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. I love this movie. <laughs> Neither okay, Andy okay. knew what movie I was going to say. Okay. But, I, love, I like that we're keeping that going. Yeah. <laughs> what we could skip by is the fact that this is a ton of music videos in here. Oh, yes. yeah. It's the so, MTV age, yeah. baby. So most of the movie is music videos. Weird Al has just hit it big. You oh. want to make a movie? We got your oh. money, Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Do what you want with it. Well, okay, he... I'm going to make this weird movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who, who am I going to have in this movie? Um, Weird Al, I think is you got it. Keith Richards. Oh yeah, from no. the Rolling Stones. From Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Richards. Michael Richards. My- uh, what's uh, her What's her face from uh, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Christine Applegate. Christine Apple- no, the the secretary with the voice. Oh, oh the secretary she... with the voice and the blonde hair. Yes, she is like the main lady in this really? movie. Really. Yeah. Because they were friends. Is this the office of UHF? <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only impression I could do of her. I'm trying to think. Is Victoria Jackson in this movie? Where did that pop From into SNL? my head? Yeah. I think, she, See, I think she is. Is she in I this? I have never seen her my ever brain, on SNL. My brain, like, I think the gerbil, like, had a sh- had just, like, a shock of, of like, waking up yeah. just now. It's like, oh, Victoria Jackson. <laughs> oh, Alan Leghorn. Oh, you liked <laughs> SNL when you were a kid, Brad. Remember all these 90s Jan Hooks? <laughs> Now there's um wait Michael Richards is a janitor right? Well he starts as one then becomes a superstar. Okay, because I was like, yeah. is there an old man in this movie? Like an old old man? Joe Man Man Mantegna is he? Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Yeah. Isn't there like um? Let's talk about the movie. Who's hmm. wait? Who's the guy? Who, or you okay, want um, more cast? One more, I have one more. It's I'm trying to think. He's a voice actor. Primarily now, he was on the remake, the the new Beverly Hillbillies movie. J- uh, Jim, Jim Barney? Barney? No. Oh, um, uh, Diedrich Bashar? Maybe. How did I get Who? that name? Who? He, he plays Oswald in the Drew Carey show. Yes, yes. 
I think so. Or Ryan Styles. One, it's either Deidre no, Bouchard or Ryan Styles. I think it's Deidre Bouchard, yeah. I think he's oh, he's in this too. Like he works the, the, the okay the curly dark hair guy. Yeah, he's also in, he's in Beverly Hills. He's in, we should do that. Movie. Should Ooh, do the yeah, Beverly Hills should. movie. But we'll do and, that. And one he does a ton soon. of voice acting. I didn't realize how much he'd done until I looked him up for something else recently. Got to make that money. Dude, that IMDb is long. He's also on some TV show right now. That's on like couldn't uh, tell you TBS. He or was something. on. Uh, it's very funny. What's the <clears> he, he plays um like an in um, Napoleon Dynamite. He plays that American. Karate guy that the oh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, karate yeah, instructor. yeah yeah the karate yes. instructor guy yep yeah. <laughs> he's a funny guy yeah Drew Carey used to be my jam that was, that was a good show back in the day what jam are you now if you if you were to pick a jam what's your jam of the, of the month a jam what's your jelly of the month club flavor a jam this, this TV month? show of the month yeah I've been watching uh, are we some, talking like some, live some... action sitcoms or yeah yeah who's your who's your I like um. I like that guy from Modern Family, I guess. Yeah, Modern Family is really good. Mm. The forget, guy from it? He's just like one guy well, He's got it? dark hair. The know, main guy. The, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in Dawn of the Dead. And, uh, oh, I can't. He's in Black Hawk Down. He's in Black Hawk Down. Yeah, the main guy. <laughs> yeah, we all know it. His name. Ed O'Neill. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> we all know it. Ed O'Neill. <laughs> but that's the only sitcom I watch, so I guess that's the one I'm choosing. Mm. I've been watching a little bit of Atlanta, but... That's not really... Is, oh, it's I guess not a it is, sitcom, it's a, it's really. A it's like a... Yeah. But, but that's what I've been watching. Well, let's... Because all of this stuff's about TVs and movies that we're talking about. Yeah. UHF is all about that. Like, it does it, is it parodying things? Or is it like its own thing? Okay, well, so it's Weird its own, Al... Okay, UHF is a TV channel. It's a station. It's yeah, a station. station. It's like a public access yep. station. Yep. That Weird Al works for or breaks into... His like Uncle Larry or something like that owns. Oh yeah, it I thought he like inherited it. or something. He inherits like, eyes yeah. and yeah, he just gets this. He just station. gets the, he gets the I, station. And there's probably like somebody who wants to just buy it from him for like a couple bucks. Yeah, so they, like like makes a deal. Like, oh, I'll just like, take it off your hands. You don't want to deal with this right. kid. Yeah, exactly. But it's like because their frequency is valuable or something, maybe. Yeah, or just in a place like it's in a oh, market yeah, where maybe. the guy owns and wants that to. That could be. Well, yeah, they just want to turn into condos. Yeah, sure. Turn into condos. That's very eighties. It is very. So, but he goes in there and he like sees what's up and what is it like just full of cobwebs and just like this old there's some yeah yeah there's like TV station there's probably like a little bleacher set up with like a bunch of phones on there like a Jerry Lewis telethon thing going on or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is a telethon eventually in the movie yeah I believe trying yeah, to sure. save the station yeah um and this but like is, this none is of the like shows a... really make sense right. What are what is an example? Don't they have like a Three's Company style like sitcom, and they have like a they have like really dumb game shows. Yeah, the game, game show is my favorite really one. What's in the find, box is, is what's in the box. What's in the box is my favorite. Find bit. the marble was really good. <laughs> I like that one. But they like give, and I think he just ends up giving anybody a TV show. Anybody who just That's, comes like, out anybody that wants a TV with. show right can can have their own slot. All right. And so I think that's why Michael Richards gets his I own I think Michael show? Richards is just doing, like, something wacky on the set. Like, he falls into, like, a, one of the shows, mm, and he's mm, just, like, super hilarious. Because okay, yeah. it's, it's filmed in front of a live studio audience. And this is going to be a weird... This is a weird moment for Weird Al. Because he's got that, that perm mop top, this like, kind of wet-looking hair. It's looking yeah. good. And he's got that those big, big glasses. old glasses that are square, he's and got he's got style. that mustache. He's got, he's, he's got a Halloween costume, and he's wearing it every he, day. Yes. Yeah. And he's wearing a lot of plaid or, or like, Hawaiian shirts, like yeah. sports coats. Mm, I just right. recently he was on the Hot Ones YouTube show, mm. and he said that when he was in, I think Naked Gun or Naked Gun Two, he would take dates 
to go see the movie and, and not tell them that he was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd, they, and he'd be wearing the same outfit that he was wearing in the film on the date. <laughs> yeah. Just for fun. That's amazing. Just, just that's laugh. so good. Yeah. That's, that's a great, that's, that's a great little I, laugh. You're talking about uh, Spy Hard. No, he said Naked Gun. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, he does the theme song in Spy Hard. He's he in he like movie. shows up like off an airplane or something in, in <laughs> one of the Naked Gun movies. He's like a celebrity. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. he's at the White Maybe House. Maybe that's how he got Maybe he's into a celebrity at the White Spy House. Hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Known Leslie. He's a funny man. Yeah. Both of them. Sure. What's the overall thing of the movie? Is the station going to close down yeah. if it doesn't yeah. get enough money? Yeah. They need, it, they need to raise a certain amount of money or else the station actually What is it, like literally... property taxes or something? Or Ooh, that's like, a good oh, question. It might, or like, yeah, they owe their like frequency fees or something, or royalty fees. For, or like, Uncle their... Larry had like a lot of debt that needs yeah, to get that paid. Could be too, up, yeah, yeah that's yeah. I think yeah, Uncle Larry probably got driven crazy. Yeah, went mad. So weird. Al doesn't know. He doesn't know anything, anything about, about radio, TV stations, yeah. right? Is he just like figuring everything out on the fly and just letting it kind of yeah, just happen so. willy nilly? I yeah, I believe that is kind of mm. happening. I don't really know what the bit is where he's like doing. He's doing music in between. Is he playing? Is he playing the accordion like between scenes and stuff? Well, there's one. There's one song I literally remember where he pretends he's Rambo and he that's, gets off of the airplane. That's amazing. Him and the muscle, like the muscle. Yeah, series. I think yeah, like, like, aren't there a few parody movies? So yeah, Gandhi two. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Gandhi two movie trailers that air during yeah. some of the shows. Big trailers. The so why? Really... Yeah, but like, what's up with the the songs in there? I mean, I get he's doing his weird well, Al thing, I think but like, a lot how does of it that work is, with the storyline? I think line? he daydreams a lot too of like things. I think that's part of his character. Like that's when he daydreams. Like the the is there a claymation? There, maybe is there a claymation? Oh, moment? I think there is. Yes, there's got to be a claymation part. This movie I didn't see until I was like in middle school. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's about when like, I saw it. Was, I it was much later. It was a weird one, but I liked Weird Al. Exactly. Weird Al was the that's first. That's why you went to see it. It's I mean, like, the first yeah. burn CD that I ever got from someone was Weird Al's Bad. That's the first actual day. album I bought myself. Amish was Paradise was, bad a, hair day? was a hit. It was Bad Hair Day, yeah. Yeah. Amish Paradise. That so whole good. album, Dude. I could do the whole thing like front to back. Yep, absolutely. I had it on cassette, and then I bought it again on CD. <laughs> yeah. I it, it's it's a perfect album. It's really good. <laughs> That's like a Real's young kind of a, a hero. He is. Yeah. Just, and he like his his legacy is long. There was too. I was just actually like the eighties. I was just reading an article the other day the, too where it talks about from nothing. Yeah, seventies. Yeah, they they, they they the article itself was the premise was like you know was Weird Al the genius all along because they're like you know he's imitating all these stars that came and went and he has been consistently like the same amount of popular since like his career began in like the eighties basically. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he just lasts. And I mean, like, with what he does, it's interesting. But he still does a lot of really good original music. Sure. And But his career oh, is man. definitely bolstered by Michael Jackson having existed. Oh, for There's sure. like, no Absolutely. doubt, right? Yeah. Got it. Specifically that one. Yep. That was a big one. Beat It. Eat Be- It. Beat It was, it smells like, like a, definitely Smells his... Like Nirvana was a pretty big one, too, I think, at the time. Yeah. There's, um, even, like, one of his earliest songs was uh, about someone Another being one... in, in an iron lung. And it like oh, came out like, an original like the song? late seventy. Yeah, well, it's such like, a funny song. He had a song in that Transformers movie soundtrack. Like, did he really? <laughs> it was so weird. He played one of the voices of one of the the bots, oh, and, he, and, he pl- and he sings "Dare to Be Stupid." Mm. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! That, I love that song. That's and that that's soundtrack. yeah, that's an original too. Mm-hmm. Yep, because it's supposed to be like a Devo song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it, like his his originals it's a Devo like parody. his originals that are like an homage to his style. Are, like are some of my favorite things he does, like versus the parodies even, because mm-hmm. he really does nail down a style of music and just 
just does the best version of that. It's sort of my dream to have like a UHF style studio at some point oh, man, in my right? life. If I had enough oh. money, except my friends come in like do like podcasts or TV shows or just put stuff on YouTube or whatever. It'd be right. great. Well, and now with and, with the way that YouTube works, we're I mean it'd be late. It's late to the game at this point. I feel like, but there's so many YouTube channels that get to do that. I think now, and I think that's it, I'm jealous. Because that is a, that yeah. seemed like a really cool. Just they way made to their money do. first, and then they built the studio. Right, <laughs> get into that YouTube early, and then mm-hmm. you just just keep winning. But I also I remember reading or not reading. I think one of the documentaries about like behind the music or something for Weird Al talked about this movie and like how it re- it just released at like the worst possible moment. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't do well. It released like at the mm. same time as like hit. Temple of Doom and like her, which they parody. They parody Raiders. I remember yes. he, he takes off the the oh, idol and replaces yeah. it. With it something. was sandwiched between like that's four, gonna be the beginning of the movie. It was sandwiched too. between like four enormous blockbusters, and they're like no one would go to see that when you have these other movies to go see it was the worst time to release that film and like that's it basically died on the vine because of that and came back with vhs it did absolutely mm-hmm. uhf on vhs yeah i guess like if you wait long enough the cult status of the the person that's in the movie like he, he, he also he gathers more popular an audience yes. than, and then he'll yeah, bring people back there's a, to a that lot movie. i mean you see a lot of movies especially specifically from around this time period that you know just good died in the in the box office that did get resurrected on vhs i mean like that's how Kevin Smith basically. I mean, Clerks was a like a hit, but then Mallrats was terrible in theaters. Did terrible, like a really bad job, and then became an enormous status when it was released on home video. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is that was the time for this. So I think that this is another one of those movies where the reason people still know about it is because it did well on home video. It's interesting that this movie conversation about this film is going to be a lot less about the movie and just like overall us talking about like it's nostalgic eighties yeah, and <laughs> nostalgia. It's, I mean, it's great that yeah. It could just, I didn't I mean, really he think remind, that would be a thing. Out of anybody, he reminds me of my childhood more than anything else I can think of. Yeah. I mean, I, I can still like vividly remember my next door neighbor like showing me his music for the first time, being like, "Whoa, this is something that I really enjoy." <laughs> yeah, it was cool, and it's like funny, and it like yeah. speaks to me, and it's like silly, and yep. like it feels like me. <laughs> it's snarky, and it's making fun of things that are popular. It's like, yeah. oh, that's really neat, but the songs are good. And I was only like seven or something like that, or eight. And yeah, I already was like, this is this is like something I want to do. Well, then, like, I remember, I think Weird Al was, like, the first big music concert I went to, too. And I remember, like, as a kid going to see this. And he he does, like, it's, like, a whole, it's a whole show where they do, he's doing costume changes. And there's, like, the background video and stuff. It was this huge elaborate thing. It was, it, a, it, yeah. and I've I never seen anything see like this before. It's, it was insane. I mean, the energy is humongous. So it was pretty Did cool. you say you went and saw a show? Yeah. Or you, oh, wow. When I was a Running with Scissors? I, I think they toured, I think like, it was about Running here, with Scissors. Yeah. yeah, I think that was, that was probably a big the tour. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was a really cool show. And I, as far as I know, he still does them the same way. So, I mean, and he does, he also, his live shows, I guess, he, he he performs a lot of songs that he can't release because he doesn't have, like, the official permission to release them on an That's album. That's fun. And so he'll, he'll perform them live, live because though, you can yeah. play them there. And so you get to see a lot of stuff that you never would have heard if you get to, like, see a live show, which is pretty cool. It was always exciting when you went to a concert and, like, a band played a cover song. Oh, yeah. Like, I love them. How do I get this song? It's like, oh, they can never play it again. <laughs> yeah. It's just the, the, the song. Is. It's yep. like, oh, man. That was really good, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this movie. It's been a long time. A lot of parodies. A lot of Michael Richards being goofy. Uh, yeah. He shoots a little kid with a water hose. <laughs> um, yeah. And his teeth are always out. They're always, like, way out. He's always doing wacky stuff. <laughs> oh, He's man. crazy Kramer. I just want to watch what's in the box. I want to see that. What's in the box? 
You can hold on to your red snapper. Or you can go for what's in the box that Hiro-san is bringing down the aisle right now. What's it going to be? Stupid! <laughs> Can you guys think of any other music songs or parodies in this movie? Mm. Oh man, I feel like that Rambo, Indiana Jones. Sounds of the Lamb seems too early. Too early. It's claymation. When did this come out? Eighty nine, eighty eight. That's a good question. His, uh, May, his Jurassic Park song was claymation, so maybe that's in this one. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. No, so this Jurassic Park didn't come out until '93. I feel like this. I, oh, that's true. Maybe this movie came out in 1990. I I have no idea. I think it's still. I think it's an '80s. It feels movie, like but it feels like, like an late, '80s movie. Late '80s. I mean, like you said, it was released the same summer as an Indiana Jones movie. So what and, was that? And, 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 <laughs> if it was an Indiana Jones movie by Steven Spielberg, it would have to be. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, yeah, they do definitely parody that. They parody one. that one for sure. He's oh, wait, wait, the is, idol. is that the first one? Yeah, yes, that's the first one. Oh, sorry, I meant Last Crusade uh, is the Last, last Crusade. Yeah, yeah. Okay, must have come out around that same time. And must so that would have been eighty nine. Yeah, I guess he just saves the radio station with that telephone telephone thing. Yeah, they have, does they he get like sports stars or like any local celebrities to like answer phones? Is like Daryl Strawberry there? Uh, or, my uh, my thought was that. Maybe like after the telethon, he passes the station along to Michael Richards. Oh, okay. Like he just gives it to him. He's mm. just like, you, and he goes like, You're more passionate about this, and I don't need to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had it in your Rides off on a horse. Does he literally go off on a horse? No, I don't know. I gotta believe it. Like a white horse. <laughs> it like, might. I'm like being pulled. That's, yeah, yeah, possible. <laughs> by, Sounds by a little a too like Blazing Saddles, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he gives it up in the long run. Uh, that's not, just a random guess. Mm, see, I'm wondering now if uh, if I'm not if I'm wrong about the, that specific actress, and I think that might be Victoria Jackson that I'm thinking of. That's that character. Ooh, we'll have to see. There's only one way to find out. Yeah, we'll have to and go that's and watch on it. the next episode, part two. Oh, I like that you took over this one. So it's the same. It's <laughs> the I've same. Been able to relax a but it's the same bit. episode. But it's, the, it's part. It's the part same, two. but later. So and part two. What, what we usually do on this podcast huh? is oh. we try to remember a movie we haven't seen, and then we watch it. And to see what we got right and wrong, and then we talk about it again. That doesn't sound right. That's been. You mean talk about it twice? It means talk. Yeah, we talk about it twice. Hmm. The first time we don't really know what happened in it. We're all going off our memory. Yeah. Oh. And then the second time we we have watched the the. So how'd you know Weird Al was in this? It's, oh. Ooh. It sounds like an ultimate, uh, like a true nightmare. What a what a horrible yeah premise. It, it can only last like three episodes, so don't. Yeah, worry. Probably, okay. probably true. Okay. 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 This is an episode seventy six. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> probably. Wow. Ugh, I feel old. Wow, that moved fast. <laughs> it was only old, just a little but, while ago that it was sixty nine. You look old, but you look good. <laughs> Wild thing. Yeah, that was only just uh, around the, around the block. Just around the river bend. Let's do that movie. These are all possible movies. We <laughs> There's lots of fun coming your way this weekend on U62. First, slam your way to health as you stay fit with Mike and Spike. 
Next, everybody's favorite, Chef Bernie invites you to go bowling for burgers. Sunday, be a part of the excitement as we premiere our dazzling new game show, Script Solitaire. And then, join us for some hilarious fun on the all-new Practical Jokes and Bloopers. And you won't want to miss Celebrity Mud Wrestling with this week's special guest, Mikhail Gorbachev. It's a whole new weekend on U62, the reason television was invented. Be there! Welcome back to what remembers Animal Kingdom. We watched UHF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably one of the best sequences. That was the best. It, it was, was so uncomfortable. They had a show the on UHF yes. where a guy just... Ra- Raul's <laughs> Wild Kingdom. Yes. Yeah, Raul's Wild Kingdom where he throws cats and animals out the window and he's of got like a second-story apartment. he's got like a stack of them below him. <laughs> yeah, it was like a pile of animals. It takes a little while for these dogs to learn how to fly. Yeah, he just keeps throwing them out the we window. We didn't fully remember a lot of those little sketches because they're just there's a, so I feel like fire. I feel like there's a lot of corrections from part one. Mm-hmm. Like the cast, alone, like the guy I thought was in this not is definitely in not movie. in this. Yeah. It's, it's, that guy's uh, name is David Bowie. David Bowie? That's no. David, Bo- David Bowie Bo- is who I was thinking of. Yeah, and then there's also uh, what's his face um, is Ed, that's actually in this uh, who plays Weird Al? Oh yeah, that guy <laughs> uh, uh, Kramer. Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Michael Richards without Kramer hair is yeah. kind of interesting, right? Because he's like got kinda, like six inches, yeah, as Kramer. Yeah, it's a little higher as Kramer. Yeah, this is like pre the pre Kramer hair, the Kramer versus think, Kramer. He hair. was really good. Yeah, in he, this he, movie. he held the movie together. He, he's solidly yeah, funny. He was really good. Yeah, he was sort of the star of the film, even though Weird Al is the lead. Yeah, Weird Al can't act. Ooh, that's a that's a hot mm. take right there. Ooh, he I makes mean, good facial I mean, he, expressions. I, I don't think he's meant to be out there like saying he's an actor, but mm-hmm. he can do bits. Like, yeah, he can do bits. He can't react to people saying well, he stuff overreacts in scenes intentionally because he, he can't. Well, he can't act, so he overacts. Sometimes, well, the overreactions do work occasionally, mm-hmm. but if you just watch his face while people are talking it's just blank that's the challenge is that yeah exactly where anytime <laughs> that he's not over the top is you're like it's not quite there i think so there and there's a couple of scenes where that it, it needs that and, and you're like well you know the rest of the movie is fine <laughs> mm-hmm. so the the most of the show that actually most of the channel uhf focuses on like what's on prime time is what i was noticing like when you look at their little slot of like what programs are on yeah most of what they talk about is like all their like primetime slots. So like eight to ten. So like Raul's Kingdom and then hmm. They're big hitters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There Wheel was... of Fish. Wheel of Fish Wheel was of one fish. of them. That was on Monday night. <laughs> I thought I thought that was the uh the what's in the box. But what's in the box is not the show. That was just a part of Wheel of Fish. Mm. <laughs> and nothing was in the box. No. Nothing was in there. And the box. fish were very real. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was were, pretty it gross. It was a real wheel of fish. <laughs> like sturgeon and salmon. Those are yes. actual fishies. Uh, <laughs> oh man oh terrifying so we, we were con- kind of confused about how he comes into possession of the station in the first yeah. place in part one his uncle wins it in a card game yeah and gives mm-hmm. it to him because the his uh, aunt is like wanting him to do well Has, yeah he she he loses his his like you know umpteenth job at a burger place mm-hmm. 
And yeah, so now he has nothing. And she she like throws him a bone. She's like, well, you can manage this station. Maybe the same burger place from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. It's very likely it's to kinda, be the same. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> Could be the same universe, guys. <laughs> and there is like Philo, who's like the station technician guy. We thought there was like someone that lives at the station. And it's he, like he, him. he says and he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. Right. But he's like between stations sometimes. Like sometimes he's over at Channel 6. Is it Channel 6? Or? No. He's always at the UHF. He went over station. there once to like put that camera in. Yeah, you go into the spy. You put yeah. the spy camera in. Okay. Through yeah. the vents. That or was whatever. okay. He went over there once. <laughs> I stand corrected. Uh, and then at the end, you find out he's an alien. Yeah, a- I- Andy remembered that right when we watched the first half of this movie ah. together. Yeah, I called it halfway uh, in because okay. I was like, "Oh, I remember that character. I remember what happens at the I end." I totally forgot. And that's the about claymation that. moment that's in my brain because yeah. his face turns into a weird claymation. It's good, and, and no one sees him. No one nope. knows that he's an alien. Mm-hmm. Nope. He like tells Weird Al that he's an alien, but then Weird Al thinks he's just kind of a loser. Just thinks he's a weird guy. Yep. Philo, hey, you really went beyond the Call of Duty on this one, pal. Thanks. I'm glad to have been of service, George. Well, it, it appears my work on this planet is complete. I must now return to my home on the planet Zarkon. Okay, well, have fun. And he, like, saved the day. He got the spy camera in there. He overrode the broadcast. Like, And he was happy to... So the, the main villain guy is Kevin McCarthy. He yes. was really good. Oh, he's a solid actor. <laughs> he's the most over-the-top villain and was definitely enjoying himself. I only know him from it. inner space, oh, really. Oh, man. And he's in a couple Twilight Zone episodes, too. So yeah. he goes, his career goes a long way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just like an evil, all-around evil guy that runs one of the stations. And mm-hmm. He's got three dweeby sons. Oh, they're super dweebs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unibrow, no-brow. <laughs> and... The one son is just the dweebiest. <laughs> oh, I don't God. like that guy. Oof, that guy. Oof. <laughs> the middle one? Like, yeah. I know that's his character, but like, ew, He says wow. some weird things. <laughs> yes, they're pretty funny, does. but they're weird. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but the best joke in the movie is when um, the one of the the oldest son comes in with a raccoon hat, and then the, the Kevin McCarthy says, "Take that ridiculous thing off," and he looks really dejected and sad. And then he pulls his mustache off, and he's <laughs> with the raccoon <laughs> hat. Which was <laughs> the best that joke? That was a great joke. That was a great misdirection, joke. baby. Yeah, that's solid misdirection. <laughs> Take that ridiculous thing off. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Anyway, like the UHF channel. After Weird Al takes it over, and there's a you know a little bit after they get into the swing of things, mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Richards takes over one of the slots, yeah, and just like creates his own TV show. Weird Al tries pretty good. He like he tries to do all his original programming himself. Like he's got ideas, and none They're of just them really bad. disconnect. And he's not great in the role. I think maybe mm-hmm. like deliberately in the in the movie, not the meta narrative of the movie. And Weird Al has like the power of imagination. That's his like character. Yeah thing like, that he does he's a creative mm-hmm. basically but he doesn't really create at all so he daydreams but, a lot yeah he just a daydream and that's where we get the music video we get the beverly, beverly hillbillies. hillbillies one which like as soon as like i like i heard the opening tones i was like yeah it's this one with the with the crazy blocky computer animation and they played the whole video i had that yeah i had that whole music video it was on my tape official weird l music video cassette <laughs> that i video vhs cassette i had which had like 15 music videos you still Ooh. have that cassette can it's, we get it's that at my parents house somewhere i'll go find it i got a usb ripper it's good. i can rip that thing yeah <laughs> we can make it happen it's classic i'll get in on that let's do it i mean unless there's like some kind of website where you can just like no. go watch no. videos no. Not that i know of. No, no, no. we're not there it's yet with like technology you, it's like something like you google it doesn't it. have the authenticity nah. Yeah, you gotta find the official. I want the Fredder commercials. I want the Arbor Drugs commercials. <laughs> yeah. The tracking issues. I yeah. want all of that goodness. 
Um, so what I was, yeah, uh, just to like continue. Um, so Michael Richards show. Yes. What's his character's name? Stan. Yes, yeah, Stan Stanley. Stanley. Stan. Yeah. He um he becomes like an overnight sensation. Yes, because he's very funny and kids like him and everyone likes him. Oh yeah, although half of his audience is like thirty to forty. That's all the yeah. He instantly finds fame because Weird Al goes to a bar because he's sad about the ratings and everyone's watching the show for some reason. Yeah, it's like they're just loving it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like the next day. After they find out their thirty to six year old drunk adults are just like laughing their ass (laughs) off. None of them are at work. No. (laughs) They were all about it. There was like this kind of weird, like dueling crises problems that going on in this, where like initially they they were gonna run out of money by like the end of the week, and you're like, oh no, this is the problem, and then like, oh well, then they find out they have this hit on their hands, and suddenly the station actually starts making money, and you're like, oh okay, so they solved yeah. that one. And then they're like, oh well, now like the evil guy is upset, and that's gonna be the big problem. And like, well, sort of, but I was then wondering... but then there's like a third issue where the uncle suddenly has this huge. He's gambling a gambling debt problem. Yeah, that he has to like pay the and debt. Basically, He's use like... the station to pay it. The Claw or Mr. Claw? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Claw. You never get to see that villain. Yeah. (laughs) I was wondering why Weird Al just couldn't, like, show his uncle the books and be like, it's a way better investment if you just stick it out with here. He didn't have time. He didn't, he had to get that money back. He's very impulsive. He he seemed very impulsive. Yeah. It's really funny when he falls into that pool. Yes. That that was another favorite scene of mine. (laughs) There's a Weird Al song that, like, doesn't exist in a Weird Al album. He's, like, singing about hot dogs or summertime or something. Yeah. And, like, the uncle's, like, rocking out to the song, and the phone rings, and he just falls off the pool. (laughs) That's a good line. When he stands up, and the water's (laughs) your He's like, sorry, I I got a little water in my phone. I I don't think I heard you right. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite part was after the phone call ended with the bad guy, the phone just, like, buzzed as if it was, like, off the hook. Even though it's a cordless phone, and then he didn't press anything, but it just stopped buzzing because it needed to ring for another call. <laughs> so there's some like technical editing errors there too. Let me be your hog. Let me be your hog now. I said, baby, 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 baby. Yo. Hey, Big Louie. What's happening? Bad news, Mr. Bilchick. None of your horses came in. Oh, that's too bad. So, uh, what's the damages, huh? $75,000. Oh, excuse me, Louis. I think I got a little water in the phone here. Uh, why don't you say that once again? $75,000. I'll be expecting payment in two days. Two days! Hey, listen, Louie, I might need a little bit more time, huh? Friday night, 10 o'clock, 75000 in cash. I'm dead, Mies. Weirdo has the coolest car in this movie. You like that car. Yeah, what, is it what is it? What is it? A little two-seater. I, I, I don't remember. I read it in the trivia, but <laughs> made, I don't know what it was. Made for the movie, or does that car exist no, in the real, real world? No, it's a real car. Yeah, like it's like a 57-something. This little tiny coupe. It looks like a little tiny miniature. Um... It fits him. Maybe it was his real car. Yeah, is there was there like a thing about like nerdy guys having like weird foreign small cars because like maybe family matters too i think yeah. that was the, it's <laughs> the a forky car it is you're right that is kind of the trope and i think that it's was the funny. point was that he's a big guy and it's a pretty small car and so he's constantly driving around in this weird goofy car but man i was all about that car <laughs>
Car guy. Car guy car here. Car guy over here. Hey. I'm a car guy. We need a mechanic sending the car guy. So Kevin McCarthy, his only reason for wanting to buy the station is just the because they're doing boss. better than him? Mm-hmm. Yes, and he's been the king of TV in that region I suppose. He's just years. a very mean man. Yeah, he, is. he wants true. to cause havoc and make people sad. He fires Michael Richards because of a misplaced envelope that he has on his chair. Yep. He oh just my wants God. to he just yeah. wants to lash out in anger. It was yeah. like the straight up like most evil thing that someone could do. And he he was enjoying everything. He fired bit of that, that guy scene. and then he realized he oh, made a mistake man. and then he was just like, "Ah, that was pretty funny." He chewed through that scene so great too. Like he played that up so look what he finds it, he's like <laughs> like you're like, "Oh my God, what an <laughs> evil son of a bee." <laughs> oh, oh boy. Man. Um yeah, so I mean, he's just he's just out for revenge and he just he wants to scoop up everyone else, and I guess like this UHF channel is in his way, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting that like a small local channel is bigger than like a big That's, box. Oh man, network. it's a funny concept. It, it's weird, especially <laughs> in like today when when things like you know local radio and local TV programming just really don't exist anymore. Like yeah. that's just not really a thing. And it's so funny watching that be like the big trope of this one is like one local station competing with another local station. You're like, yeah, that would be what? like a mom and pop store, like mom and pop uh, bookstore taking out like borders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he does make a point of that. He is a network affiliate. They never say which network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think our local TV stations would get rights to like Seinfeld and Mad mm-hmm. About You and just play like nonstop repeats of which is what the station was doing when he took TV it over. Shows, yeah. yeah, they were playing like Mr. Ed and stuff like that. And that, that. stuff still exists. So there's like weird movies on our weird cable stations. If you you plug a leaf into your TV and see what stations are on there, yeah, you get cooking shows, and oh, you man. get movies, and you yeah, get... and all the movies are movies that no one has ever seen yep. or like they're from like the 1940s. But they all have like 50s. a recognizable actor in it. <laughs> yes, it's like Vincent Price is in this. <laughs> Yeah. He's also in like a thousand films. Yeah. But it's like one guy I know. <laughs> Tonight we're playing House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Part three. <laughs> what? Three of us? Vincent. <laughs> I thought he died in the first one. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think of other stuff. Okay, uh, the other guy, the the homeless guy. Oh, there's he's the hom- a big part the of the story. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I- there, so there's the yeah that guy co- reminds me of a character you would play. I would play that character <laughs> because I thought totally that guy would. was great. Yeah, he was. Like okay, play. I don't know how they he casted made, that dude, he, but he was yeah. like his skin was like he never blinked. Yeah, he yeah he never. Blinks. I mean, he didn't have teeth. He's, he's, a, was he's a tomato. He's a sun dried oh tomato God, come yeah. come to life. That yeah. Man. Well, he has the great scene, his first introduction, where he asks Weird Al for change. Yeah, right. And Weird Al gives him a, a, a bunch of change, and then he counts it out and gives him a dollar back for the dollar yeah, change. Yeah, he made change. He made change. Who's just looking to make change? Hey, mister. Change. You got change? Oh, um, sure. 85 95 $1. Thanks, mister. That's pretty funny. I didn't even catch that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then the other unique thing is uh, he asked um, uh, the the villain to give him uh, some change, and he gives him a penny. And then he's like, oh, wow, thanks, mister. Thanks. (laughs) See, you're playing that dude right now. You're perfect for the role. Some $2,000 or $3,000 penny. Some fancy. Yeah, it was like a 1955 double double printed (laughs) double D something. (laughs) Denver Mint. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I think we just got it. Like, that yeah. was all of it. Hey, hey, I know you. 
You're the guy that gave me that 1965 double-dye Denver mint penny. Oh, thanks a lot, mister. That thing was worth a fortune. When I cashed it in, I got enough money to buy a whole bunch of shares, plus I got me a real neat watch. It's a Rolex. See? And, yeah, it was worth quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Which was which was the exact a, amount they needed. The comeuppance. Yeah. So that was straight up comeuppance. So in addition to just like asking for money, they're selling stocks of the show. They're turning the actual yeah, show so that was their telethon, into like a PBS. It, yeah. like they're not the raising town money. owning the station. Yep. Essentially, they're selling shares. Because yeah. everyone just everyone loves the station. It. Yeah, it's a community staple. Which yeah. I love that idea. Yeah. Of like making it a community thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like the community was already invested in the shows. They were already there. working on it. They each like oh, yeah. big Everyone member of the, the community, community had their own show. Like that's yeah. Yeah, Raul's Kingdom. Raul's Wild Kingdom was in his own apartment. It <laughs> yeah. was great when they didn't know that that show was even like on their network. <laughs> it was like on their station. They're both like, wait. It was like their cover for like, I thought you put the show on. No, I thought you did. <laughs> just had it. Yeah, just there's a pile a of like animals and then animal control is just like shoveling them into <laughs> their truck. <laughs> I like Raul's Wild Kingdom. But it's a lot to take in the year 2019. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't is. really yes, work. It is. I mean, it's, it's a goofy gag. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hey man, this is Raul Hernandez and welcome to Raul's Wild Kingdom, coming to you live from my apartment about that up. Okay. Where did you find this guy? Me? I thought you hired him. For those of you just joining us, today we're teaching poodles how to fly. Come here. Come here, Fufi. Ah, Fufi. Are you psyched? Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. Get ready and fly! Oh man! The other thing that I wanted to talk about was the the mob guys, the henchmen guys. Oh the yeah, the brothers and the yeah. the other one the actual guy. mafia dudes. Yeah. yeah, that guy's famous from movies. He looked familiar, he but looked, I he looked very familiar. He looks like a I guy, like a, a a cop that's always like <coughs> mad at the protagonist yeah. cop. And he seemed like a good actor. Like I like he was probably one of the most convincing actors in this. Film. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> You're talking about Stapleface. Yeah, Stapleface. Staple face. Yeah. He's in things. I just I didn't look him up, but mm-hmm. yeah, he was he was legitimately good. But their sequence was a little weird because I was like, they had every opportunity to kill Stanley, which was the. Well, they didn't want to kill him. Yeah, they just wanted to hold him hold him for a while. But the, and then some of them did. Oh, well, he then was they annoying. Were like kind of talk. Yeah, he was super annoying. <laughs> but then they kept like going like, oh, well, after after he found his mop, they had his mop from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and he wanted his mop back. He so like that was, was like five. his Popeye spinach. Yeah, and we get a John Wick action scene of him beating up all these mobsters through an great office. Great hit building. where he like punches that one guy and he goes <laughs> flying into some boxes. It was great, hilarious, <laughs> ridiculous stuntwork. Yeah. <laughs> and so the next like whole sequence is he's running through an office building, like being chased with guys with guns. <laughs> We're like pointing the guns at him, but not pulling the trigger. They're not quick enough. His mop is too fast. They're, they're just not killers, Andy. And know? then we get like a 10-minute Rambo fantasy sequence. Yes. Which took me out of the movie. That was one honest. of my see, that was one of my favorite sequences oh, when I, I was liked a kid it. and watched this movie. Really? And I, I still enjoy it. Like the bodysuit is just it's the body suit's really incredible. I, I immediately I, was I'm like, I want that. Now. I'm with Brad now, where I was like, just okay, dragged a little too much. Let's, come on. And the joke overstated. And I'm welcome. like, oh, but that that's me being like, oh God, I've grown up too much. <laughs> like I thought it was funny uh, when they were like blowing up, like we just random. screaming. Rawr! 
Like yeah. Eiffel Tower blows up. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that was kind of funny. He was just blowing up pictures, just still photos. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he went for like the obvious <laughs> jokes. I guess that's my complaint. Like, yeah. I mean, this is definitely, I mean, it's clear that this movie is like designed for, you know, like eight, eight year olds essentially. And yeah, it that works was, so that's well. That's what I was thinking. Cause like Weird Al's, his market always has seemed to be that. Skewed like, young. yeah. younger. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, younger boys, it seems like. Mm hmm. Who are like seven, eight, nine? Because like that's that's how old I was, and he was like yeah. the first actual musician that I was. I was like, oh, this is a person sexually that attracted I, to that I'm sexually attracted <laughs> to, and I would date. I would go to Red Lobster with them he, he pay. if they asked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was eight, that, that, <laughs> that's your first big crush. Yeah, it meant a lot and a lot but of staying. That power. is also one of the the weird parts to me, though, is like knowing that and like seeing this movie, and then hearing about the release of this movie like the studio like orion pictures or whatever was like convinced that this was going to be their big summer hit mm-hmm. and you're like but do you see the audience you're going for it like they released it i think i mentioned it was between a bunch of blockbusters and it was last crusade uh lethal weapon 2 and i'm trying to think of one other one like Three enormous yeah. pictures that summer. And they're like, how is this ever going to I think compete? the budget was like six or eight million. And yeah. that's, you know, a good chunk of change for 1989. Yes. And you don't really see it on the screen. I was going to say, no. it does not look like <laughs> that. Really it looks like it's like tens of dollars. They bought, yeah. they bought $3 million worth of empty cardboard boxes for that fight scene. Uh-huh. Most of the movie takes place on one set at that studio, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like that set, a couple offices, an apartment building... It's not very much going on. No, there's not. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of scenes mm-hmm. like different place, locations that they need to shoot. Yeah, actors got to be like the highest. I mean, maybe budget. Kevin McCarthy costs something, but yeah, yeah it's like know. your only big big celebrity in this small movie, mm-hmm. and it's not even that big. <laughs> Billy Barty, though, talk about a big celebrity. Billy Barty, the little guy from oh, Willow. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. He plays the Grand Aldwin. Mm-hmm. Also, um, David Bowe. And he was funny, too, because he tripped that guy. Billy Barty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's always... And one of the sons. He <laughs> yeah. tripped one of the sons he after the, the they lost son, yeah. in the end. He's introduced as the cameraman. And, Fran- and he fell into some pudding? Chocolate pudding? <laughs> yeah. yeah Poopy pudding. It was, <laughs> it was running down his face like it was chocolate milk. Definitely. Fran Drescher is the receptionist that you yes, thought was the love right, interest. Right, right. Yeah, we, she's not. She's it's Victoria Jackson, which we also guess was in yeah, this. I, but she, I, def- I, I completely forgot about Fran Drescher in this. Yeah, yeah we we haven't even talked about her yet. No, <laughs> she plays the receptionist, and she wants to be like the re- reporter, the weather girl, or just the national reporter. Yeah, and, she, and she, Billy Barty gets introduced as the cameraman. He's just a little guy, and I thought it was really funny. He's like holding the camera up, like yeah, he's low holding angle, up like Fran Drescher. Yeah, like leaning over to talk. That's funny. Yeah, well, like and like a file watching that broadcast and he keeps like looking up at the tv because he feels like the camera's so low he's like how am i watching this um i actually it was funny because with her character in this movie and victoria jackson's i was kind of like i i could have done without victoria jackson almost yeah she made her like, make the reception yeah. like the love interest she's there almost. and then she goes for most of this the movie yeah. might fail the bechdel test because i don't think they talk no, at they, all i don't think movie. they do well and victoria jackson's character does some weird things like you know yeah she, she dumps she's him underdeveloped she's I'd gone say. for a while really underdeveloped and character. then when she comes back is when she goes to the bad guy's studio to yeah. like plead for forgiveness like on I was his like, behalf what a weird yeah. way for you to get back in this movie that made no sense no. from a character perspective like Agreed. at all yeah and and that's like the only reason that scene exists was to make the evil guy say about how much he hates the community so they she should have been it. working at the company or have yes. something like that yeah, like some sort of end that would have made more sense yep and then you could have seen seen her like evolve somehow and yeah realize her company's bad and 
She just seemed very plain, too. Yeah, I don't really understand. No flavor there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I didn't need her at all. I think Fran Drescher could carry this like on her own. I think she was really good. Well, her, like, I like, her character really had some funny. great growth yeah, where solid. she got to like be the reporter right away and like just really grew into the role. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and especially like she had her, she had that last little bit where uh, Kevin McCarthy's like finally like been shown as like a shuckster <laughs> yes and uh, he's like downtrodden and she just like puts camera right up in his face and is like i'm here with uh he just had his license revoked by the fcc how do you what do you gotta say for yourself <laughs> that was really good hi pamela finkelstein here coming to you with the most incredible turn of events not only has the once powerful corporate broadcasting giant been thoroughly crushed and defeated but now as luck would have it they've been completely stripped of their license by the fcc <laughs> oh well what do you have to say about it you worthless slobbering pig she, she, she finally got her moment. Mm-hmm. And that whole sequence at the end where they're like waiting, it's like two hours till this deadline where yeah. they got to pay off like Big Bill or whoever this gambler <laughs> guy is. Yeah. And and just like seeing like him signing that and saying like oh we finally got the station like seeing everyone everyone like jump up and roar I, like that yeah. that that was a good moment. I also appreciate at the end too when the bad guy starts monologuing to the crowd about why like the station's <laughs> yeah. garbage and Weirdell just like takes the money over to the other guy who's just like here's your money okay we win <laughs> like, yeah it was he's a like, great and he's uncle like, can you sign this and, he's and like hey, and wait a minute like, what's happening over there yeah, hey. up on stage like. <laughs> Oh, maybe I should have jumped on this sooner. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> but um, overall, I don't think I would watch this again for a long time. No, I think I've... It'll I've, be never. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think I've grown out of the movie. Like, I still mm-hmm. enjoyed it, but it's not, not a movie maybe, I need maybe to revisit. Maybe Weird Al dies, like, in 20, 30 yeah, years. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah. there he is. That's the only way I could see or if, myself. If I had kids, I'd show them this movie for If sure. they were like, into I'd Weird Al? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, if like, this, stuff, this yeah. is a goofy film, like this is something those I could are, throw Those are the two exceptions. Like, yeah, yeah, this, would be, this would be a good movie They'll to watch it, with yeah. like a young kid. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get any references. They don't, they don't need to understand They're not going to understand what television stuff. is They just need to point. understand the gag where like, wait, Weird Al's like, oh, God, what time is it? And then the karate guy just punches through the wall and reads the, he reads his watch. Like, that's the kind of gags the kids will get. They're not going to know what to watch it. That's the The other gag that was funny but also racist was there's a couple supplies. of supplies oh, oh yeah the supplies <laughs> one that one was hilarious I bad laughing about that one i thought you were gonna say the gandhi part <laughs> oh that, that <laughs> was that was a little was that weird l as gandhi no that was not that, that was, was the okay. director what yeah, yeah that's the director who's the also director. directed all of weird l's music videos yeah Okay. Eat it and... I couldn't tell if that was Weird Al or not. No, it was yep. the director. That was the director, the and that was that was weird too because that was like part of what the station was airing. Like the station actually produced that trailer, apparently. I guess because that was not part of like his daydreams. That was like a oh he it came on after another segment of a show. Oh really? <laughs> like... Yeah. The, the supplies one was funny where um, they opened a supply closet and then a bunch <laughs> the of Asian karate there. guys jumped out and was like supplies. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Hmm? Hold on. Thought I heard something. What? I don't know. I just thought. Supplies! I left way too hard. That <laughs> I <show>. did too. <laughs> Oh, man. They went all in. They did. Yeah, don't need to come back to this one, but. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Get out! Get out of the podcast. Supplies. Thanks for listening to that episode. And join us in our next episode when we do our first foreign film, which has the tagline, The pressure is rising. The adrenaline is rushing. 
The clock is ticking. We remember, run Lola, run.